Deputy President Julius Malema, um, it's not a phrase that he wants to hear attached to himself because he wants President Julius Malema. Commander-in-chief of the whole bloody nation, Julius Malema, is what he wants to hear. But increasingly, I'm starting to hear reasonably sensible people talk about, if not the very real probability, then the not entirely dismissible possibility that in maybe 15, 16, 17 months' time, we might be referring to Deputy President Julius Malema. The only way that that is likely to happen is if the ANC does so badly in next year's general election that the NEC decides to recall Cyril Ramaphosa, he goes, Paul Mashatile steps into the president's chair and goes into an alliance with the EFF, which allows them to have more than 50% of the seats in the National Assembly. And in return for their agreement, the EFF want the deputy presidency. Adrian Besson, uh, editor-in-chief of News24. Does that seem at all likely to you, Adrian? Hello, John. Um, it seems more likely than it did two, three weeks ago. Um, I think what... What has changed my view on this, on the uh, probability, as you said, of this, is the deals that we've seen in Gauteng, almost, almost now on a weekly basis, that a metropolitan municipality in Gauteng falls to the ANC-EFF alliance, sometimes with the help of um, another splendid um, group of Democrats called the Patriotic Alliance, led by Gates and McKenzie, um, but often other small parties as well. So... Um, this isn't coincidental, I think, um, if you look at the timeline of what happened in December at the ANC conference. You see, the Gauteng ANC seems much more open to the idea of working together with the EFF than the non-Gauteng ANC. And um, I read clever people like yourself telling me that under Sul Ramaphosa, the ANC would be very unlikely to try and build a coalition with the EFF. So for this to happen, do you think that Mashatile needs to replace Ramaphosa? Look, let's, let's quickly uh, rewind to 2016 and 2021, two municipal elections where the ANC does not gain the majority of votes in Johannesburg, the metro of Johannesburg, Otswane. Um, in both those cases, John, the ANC did not um, go into coalition with, um, with the EFF. Um, Sarwa Ramaphosa came in as ANC president in 2017, um, and in 2021, specifically, when the ANC lost a majority, not only in Joburg and Swane, but also now Ekureleni on the eastern end of Johannesburg, there was a very clear attempt by Malema to say, look, these are my demands, if you can reach them. Um, things like nationalize the mines, nationalize the Reserve Bank, and accept my definition of expropriation without compensation. Um, I will give you those municipalities. Um, there was a clear rejection of this approach from the national ANC leadership led by Ramaphosa at the time. The message was loud and clear to us that the ANC under Ramaphosa will not go into a deal with Malema. And if you speak to ANC members over a glass of coffee, a cup of coffee or something stronger, they'll say to you, look, Julius Malema is a very smart politician and we are bloody scared to go into a coalition with him because he would want the top spoils. As you said in the intro, he's not going to settle for something small and some 10% deal. Um, and I think what we see now is a complete about turn. The ANC very comfortable to give the EFF some very crucial 
jobs like security in the city of Joburg, which is now run by the EFF. What you saw last week was the EFF um, MMC, Mr. Tswaku, going into the Joburg CBD um, dressed in his red uh, EFF overalls while on duty as a member of the mayoral council um, uh, with people on the shambox and uh, going to chase out uh, the criminals out of Joburg CBD. Um, so the ANC is not comfortable to make these kind of deals and um, and and bring this kind of uh, party into um, a coalition just to hang on to some of the spoils, including treasury, finance and economic development. Uh, okay, well, let's assume that it gets to the point where um, the ANC is having to negotiate with potential alliance partners and they decide on the EFF with whatever level of contestation might accompany that. Um, I, I just think that Finance Minister Enoch, um, fi- <laughs> sorry, Finance Minister Julius Malema, I, I don't know, I, I just can't imagine him accepting Deputy President because the deputy president, as we know, ain't work uh, ain't worth a bucket of warm spit. Look, it is a, it's a, it's just a natural position to ascend. So, I mean, in the ANC, very conservative organisation still, and the past four or five ANC presidents were all deputy presidents before. So, um, Julius Malema is 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 from the ANC, John. I mean, you know that you know the the EFF is really just a, a reincarnation of the ANC Youth League of 10, 15 years ago. So Malema's always wanted to go back to the ANC, I believe. I believe he wants to take over the ANC ultimately and make the ANC beg him to take them over uh, to get back power. And and I think, um, you know, what what's happened globally, and I'm trying to do a lot of reading on this topic now, is when majority parties or parties has been in power for many years start to lose power, they tend to... Uh, navigate towards opportunist populist parties who bring them that 5 to 10 to 12% they need to stay in power because the ANC will just not be able to fathom letting go of power come an electoral loss next year and they may need as much as 10 to 11 to 12% which no other party than the EFF or the DA could give them. So I'm increasingly starting to um, to 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 move to a view that what we might see next year really is only two or three options, which is an ANC that just gets over 50 uh, or an ANC alliance with the EFF or with the DA. And and the latter seems the most unlikely at this point. I'm not hearing anything about talks of that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> Uh, and if the uh, because I, I saw a poll earlier today saying that the EFF have increased their support a little bit, and we know that political polls aren't as reliable as South Africa as they are in other places of the yeah. world where they're never terribly reliable anyway. But I mean, if it were to be thirty-eight percent from the ANC and eleven percent from uh, the EFF, then they would find an odd and sod party that would be prepared Which, to give them the one point one percent that they needed yeah. to get to. Yeah, which they would find. John, I think, I think you know, the point is really, um, as I try to make towards the end of my column, is that, you know, people in South Africa who really believe in the Constitution, in democracy, in the rule of law, um, need to wake up um, <laughs> and start talking and, and, and thinking about next year's election. You know, we know there's new, new entrants on the horizon, like some cases, Zibi's Rise movement, Musi Maimani has launched a party, you know, Patricia Lalo's got her own show, but... You know, 
every party, every single party organization who believes in, fundamentally believes in the Constitution and all the values enshrined in our Constitution will somehow need to find a way to stand together and, you know, they've got 12, 14 months to convince 50 plus 1% of the electorate to vote for them. Um, and unfortunately, I think South Africans are just not seeing that at the moment. In fact, what you're seeing is the DA and their former colleagues in Action SA can't even agree on the most simplest of things in their coalitions in Gauteng that's now all being but uh, uh, disappeared or disrupted. So I think, you know, increasingly that's going to become the conversation is how do the Democrats in this country, people who believe in the Constitution and also those left in the ANC who believe in the rule of law and the Constitution somehow find a way of keeping the fascists out of union buildings. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Adrian Basson, thank you very much indeed. Editor-in-Chief, News 24.